0: Welcome, welcome to another The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron The Leaky Cauldron The Leaky Cauldron, the Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? Uh, the Leaky Cauldron Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion, and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Running. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John, and Brack. Crimes of Grindelwald, part
1: two. Here we go. Wait, Crimes crimes. of
0: Grindelwald... No, Fantastic Beasts, part two. Crimes of Grindelwald, Pottercast. Part two.
1: Yes. Crimes of Pottercast of being too critical. Just kidding.
0: McGonagall Deconstructed Part The crimes
1: of McGonagall traveling through time. The c-
0: McGonagall's got like one big massive like giant time turner in her office and she just she's she's oh my god she she's, she's the witch the from Rapunzel from Tangled. She's, Aww. she's just getting younger going back living more lives getting younger, going back, mm. living more lives. I
2: hate it.
1: She's a youth vampire. That's why she teaches at a school. She just takes a minute of each student's life. Does
0: she know Edward Cullen? Mm. She taught him. <laughs> of course she did. Pottercats Cats 283 is off to a good start, guys. Here we go. I think We're so. doing Here we it. go.
1: Um, I, I think did all of us see it for a second time yes or no I, I actually not. did not
2: get out to see it again
1: okay well I saw it for a second viewing Yeah, and I will I do want to say like there's a lot of stuff that I was like structurally like I don't know about this movie blah blah it's all there like honestly like I am 100% on Melissa's boat now like he's supposed to be a Dumbledore Yeah,
2: really um, no
1: convince in, me in I the context more people of people in my film, boat
0: My boat is getting full. My cup runneth over boats.
1: I still think (laughs) this boat is bullshit, so you're going
2: to have to work on
1: me a little bit. No, no, I I don't. It's not that I like it. What I'm saying now is like in the context of that film, it is set up and delivered.
0: You don't have to like like the boat. No one's saying this is the boat I would have chosen in a marina.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm not contesting that. I'm I'm not one to say uh, I dislike it, therefore it's not true. I, I just thought that there was enough case to be made that this was all just a big con uh, to try to fool Credence into helping him on his side rather than to be on Dumbledore's side.
0: Can I hold the brakes for one second since we're still at the top of the show? Yeah. Pod X, May 31st to June 2nd in Nashville, Tennessee. Big podcasting convention. We're going to be there. Get your tickets at podx.com slash There you go. And then I have one more thing to say before we get into it. Sure. Yeah. I rarely do this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm gonna do it. Oh, no. Watch me reach back. You guys can see me on video. Watch me reach back. I'm gonna go like this.
2: No. Are we tapping ourselves?
0: We're tapping ourselves on Uh-oh. back for the title of last week's show. I am so proud of that. What was it? Aurelius.
2: <laughs> Perfect
0: crowning achievement, of, I'm not even joking, of my whole life is that pun.
1: That's a good one. It right, is a I'm good gonna,
2: one. I'm it nice. makes me wonder if Jo had it in her mind, too.
1: Oh, really?
0: Oh, like really?
2: <laughs> a shocking Dumbledore reveal named Oh Really? Oh,
0: Really? <laughs> right, though? Yeah. Okay. All right. Back to the boat discussion.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically um they like my my biggest two qualms with the film as of last week was i felt like that queenie's little transition was too fast Mm -hmm. and i felt that the dumbledore at the end was just come it came out of the blue but because i was irritated about those facts when i watched it the second time i kind of had like an eye out for it um i think that dumbledore this now I'm getting into my own theories. I think Dumbledore knows Creven like that he's a Dumbledore because that's where he got really cagey at some point. Uh, like, oh, when he was Dumbledore was in his classroom after the student got out, and he was talking about what's his face, and they talked about the Obscurus and Dumbledore kind of got a little cagey, and I was like, okay, maybe that's it. And then when he gets the damn little bird, it, it's a phoenix from the get go. That was my bad. I just thought it was some sort of stupid. I I got the I got the scene with Newt feeding the raven mm-hmm. and um, uh, Aurelius, <laughs> Krivis, uh, uh, whatever, um, with his his little phoenix bird. Like, that's definitely a phoenix the whole time. It has a little red feather on top of his head and everything. Oh. And I didn't even realize the whole thing. Like, that's when his, like, one hope of knowing his past died. That's when it came about. And I was like, okay, that adds up for me. Mm-hmm. And the, those that was the two big things for that. And then Queenie, like, it's a really, really steady... Like, I really believe her path when I watched it. I didn't like it emotionally, and that's why I reacted so vehemently to it, I think. And I think this movie kind of suffers a little bit from why a lot of people didn't like the fifth book, because if you you look back and think about it, every main character in this movie is so sad. Not one of our main characters, who we as a viewer kind of like embody as an avatar type, Mm -hmm. is happy. They're all in a really crappy situation. So I think a little bit of that at least for me, influenced how I saw the film and how like Queenie's like turn because Queenie when she when she's inside the she doesn't know she's in Grindelwald's house. He just comes out and then she freaks out. Um, and she puts her wand out. He talks her down. She goes on her own way. She goes back to his little like, um, his his gathering with the the giant sheet the black sheets thing. Um, and then what kind of sends her off is another argument with Jacob, and this time he actually did call her crazy, like you're acting crazy. And so she's like, eh. so it was it was set up. I don't know if I like it, but at least it was structurally there in the film. Doesn't he and call then, her
0: crazy in the very beginning, and then not again? No, until... he
1: doesn't. He ne- he doesn't call. Well, her Well, you know, he in his head, it. but
0: like that's the first no, but he time. No, he I never. Know, I know, it. I know. Oh, it's oh. in his head. But what I'm saying yeah, is. Yeah. The only other time that happens is at the very end. They don't have another mm-hmm. fight that drives her to the gathering. She's already at the gathering.
1: Yeah, she's already at the gathering. He goes to the gathering to look for her because of yeah. Nicholas Flamel's magic crystal ball.
0: But don't you think she was already decided by that point?
1: Um, no, because she wanted Jacob to go with her and like, hey, look, let's let's listen to, it. I yeah. sure, and I if she's under a spell, my opinion, like like some people, like there was talk about. I know we'll we'll get into this later. If she's under a spell or she's enchanted somehow, I don't think it happens until she walks through the fire. Because mm. she willingly walked through that fire. And I think if anything's gonna augment her mind in a way, it would have to a spell would need her to willingly walk into it personally. So
0: here's the thing. The spell read to me as though the movie read to me as though um an enchantment was a like she wasn't enchanted. For the sole reason, that uh well for many but for the sole reason at its core that it's a stronger storytelling for it to be her oh, own yeah. choice right it's that's the that's the pain and the pull and the the stakes and the desperation that's what you need it needs to be her own choice and yeah, then i and then it the it. spell from the first reading mm-hmm. it looked to me like cleansing fire and that's why they set up the token follower um, that got burnt. Yeah, they set it up that yeah. he had a doubt in his mind, and so the fire burned him. Exactly. So I think Queenie going through the fire—you know—that purpose of that was to show us that for Queenie going through, she is, she is, she is on his side. Period.
1: Yeah, I mean, but they did like she. It wasn't unpainful for her either. Like other people just walked right through. She walked through and she screams, but like, then- she gets through it. And so I'm hoping if. If there is... I like better that this is her own agency. I agree with you. That is much better storytelling. But if she does anything so horrible <laughs> that it could be a nice little backdoor. I don't know. This a, is just me kind well, of thinking Well, that's a question,
0: right? How long do you get to stay in that circle? It, if, if you're not... So, whether or not she ever does anything horrible, how long is she allowed to stay in that circle, seeing horrible atrocities being committed, and being part of the group perpetrating them, and get to wash her hands? Remember what happened after World War II? People said they were just following orders, and mm-hmm. that's a famous story of, you know, the Nuremberg yeah. trials, and that, she does she can't be there long without being just as guilty, even if she never right. raises a wand.
2: Yeah, and even yeah, if she can't read Grindelwald's mind, she can read minds of people around him, and totally. it's not like she can feign that's ignorance true. about what their motives really are.
1: Yeah, she could be doing the whole selective memory thing because she really, really wants this. So she like, sure. which is the human nature, but and that is good storytelling. You mean, know, that's interesting. Yeah. But it, but then at the same time, that changes her character into somebody who's a little bit more. I don't know.
0: While we're on the subject of revisiting some of our thoughts from last time, I have a little bit of a revisit. Um, I still stand by everything I said about women and how they act in this movie. If you take this movie of a piece, it's weird. It's super weird. But the thing I think we for- well, I forgot when going on that emotional whatever is this is one story of five i still want i don't want one piece of the story to be so lopsided but this is one part of a five-part story Mm -hmm. and so we can't there's a lot of judgment around about how you judge this story on its own and that's not how joe i think is writing it whether oh. or not that makes it va- valid or viable or more or less good is a subject we can debate forever but yeah. we have to remember that this is chapter two and it would, yeah. it's a little bit like saying you know that if they don't have full agency and independence in every individual chapter that they don't have it in the wider and that's um a little too simple and i think joe has earned a little bit more than that so i'm i'm Not happy about it, but I'm still willing to see where it goes.
1: And you mean in the specific context of how the women were betrayed, or just yes, as the in the general... specific
0: context? Somebody okay. said to me they thought that it was because it was set in the 1920s, and I I dismissed that completely out of hand. Women had agency and their own motivations outside men in the 1920s. Also, they just yeah. didn't have the political power they have today. So um, yeah,
2: weren't they about like almost around that time about to try to advocate for the vote, or did that come? They were
0: that all. After, they were already, they, already the, advocating. It was the 20s, the 2020 that we got. 20, out. we oh, got right. it. No, but they were already. They, they were already advocating. It had already passed. The amendment had already passed. It had to be ratified by two thirds of the states, mm-hmm. and it was—I think it was Tennessee. Yeah, it was. It was Tennessee that ratified it last in 1920. But it's also important to remember: we're talking about not women, but white women.
2: Mm. Yeah, black true. women didn't yeah. get
0: the vote for much later.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's or
0: I should true. say, non-white women. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So John, Frankie, <laughs> and I both went back on something. Do you have anything to recant?
2: Recant. Uh,
1: All the cool kids are doing it. Jen. I
2: wish I did. I really, I really wish that I could get myself to be okay with the idea of Credence being an actual Dumbledore relative. And I mean, I don't like, like it. I just think a it's a loophole. I think it's a
1: fact.
0: Yeah, Frank is not saying he's okay with it. He's saying he think he thinks that what that's what happened.
1: Yeah. yeah. I honestly, John, when you watch it a second time, and I think you should, I think you are going to see it. Like, especially now that I said it, if you are looking for it
2: but give me a, give me a moment that felt like it was adding credibility to the idea that Grindelwald was telling the truth
1: it was the fact that it was um that there was information that you see him being a Dumbledore type character given but that wasn't Grindelwald grindelwald only said it at the end but like even like D- Dumbledore was the one that 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 talks about the like Phoenix. oh Phoenix comes to him in the in in the hour of need and then we see him get a Phoenix in his hour of need mm-hmm. and then um again again it was just mainly with Dumbledore and the fact that they like, he she I don't know if she changed what Obscureth is, but at least redefined it a little bit in the whole notion of the absence of love versus the suppression of magic. And maybe the suppression of magic is one form of absence of love. Maybe that's the logic there. But the fact that Dumbledore is the one who delivers that too, and it's going to be, and even the whole like, oh, a, uh, a sibling could maybe cure him. And so it's like, and then they kill her to leave, to like take away hope. And at the end of the movie again, it's like, oh, he's a Dumbledore. And so is he Dumbledore's brother? Mm -hmm. Which I don't want it to be, but I think he is because that old man at the gate looks remarkably like Jude Law with a beard. The old
2: man at the gate. What old man at the gate?
1: Wait, what oh, all? during the, the massive info dump in the middle of the movie when it's just writing. It's not even screenwriting anymore, which I didn't notice until someone pointed it out to me with the whole, like, the backstory that we get of Credence, So, like, him on the boat and, and all that kind of stuff. And it shows, like, and then the old right. lady. I think it's the... The, the swap. The,
0: Honoria Dumbledore.
1: No, I think it's the um the maid, the The old lady late girl is talking because she talks about how a man... Came to like the manor, or the mansion. What was the old lady's and name? I the one that the one that the guy killed. The half elf. The half elf. What is exactly that, Does she say? Remember, I, at, the, at one point in the movie, when someone is telling a story, and I'm I'm ninety percent sure it's is the half elf lady. Um, she talks. Someone is telling a story about how like Le, what's her face? Who's the girl that died? Lita Lestrange. Lita. Lita, about her mom dying. Or her dad dying, or something, and then a, a, someone coming. It, it literally there's one shot of a guy at a gate, and it just pans him up at a gate, and that talks about that's the, that's the father of this baby, and then he's the one who sends Lita with the maid and the baby to America.
0: Sure, but that's not the baby anymore. That baby, I,
1: I know. I'm okay. I, oh, I see what you yeah, mean. Yeah, that You're baby saying died. That so supposedly. that that baby has no relevance whatsoever.
0: I mean, he has relevance in that Lita. Like they have every reason it. to think that it's Corvus and then okay. that baby got swapped with Credence on the boat. Credence was supposedly with his aunt, who is Honoria Dumbledore. Um, supposedly. Um Yeah. It's complicated. It's complicated. Interesting. So
2: answer yeah, me because this. I, I just I, have a, I, I thought that whole theory. I have, a theory.
0: Guy. I have a, a theory that's blooming in my head right now, but John just said answer me this and I want to hear what you're asking.
2: Well, the biggest evidence i feel like in canon against the idea of there being an extra brother for dumbledore is aberforth and his mm-hmm. really important chapter in deathly hollows explaining why their relationship is so complicated with him and albus and ariana and the whole thing that happened with ariana that makes you think you can believe anything my brother told you you know the time you knew him, did he ever mention my name did he ever mention hers How do you not mention another brother?
0: Oh, I'm with you.
2: Like, none of us are saying that stuff.
0: None of us are saying that. Neither of us are saying that that's not weird, John. We're saying that the movie presents this information as true. Only that.
2: I grant you that the movie presents it as very believable. And it's they want you to believe it, and I'm sure Grindelwald wants credence to believe it for all of his reasons, but I don't think it's bulletproof.
1: I was in the same boat as you, honestly, but watch the movie again, and I think you might be as you might be if you're not on the, you don't join us in the boat, you're gonna swim alongside i you. I will grant
2: at least the possibility that there is some presence. Residing within credence that was related to Dumbledore, in that it's something that maybe only granting with the, the same theory you did last week. Yeah, I I, I wish so I not could change anything. my mind about that. I I just you know you're granting at, your own at a, at a plus one after another week that uh, that there, he is not the physical birth brother of Dumbledore. That there's something else afoot here.
0: I don't know if he is the physical birth. brother literal brother. I hope not. I don't know if it's a literal brother. I, I've never been 100% sure. But I do believe that when Grindelwald is speaking, he is representing facts as he knows them to be true. I do believe the movie is presenting information that won't be contradicted fully in the future because... You don't. The whole movie is about this reveal. There's a fake reveal and then another reveal and then it leads to the end. There's yeah. a battle. The battle ends. And then there's a coda that reveals. You don't get to do that and then say, just kidding. I'm only joking. I am afraid. It's not I I just don't think so.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean I, I I like the idea that he is a Dumbledore like maybe he's a nephew or a cousin or something to Dumbledore. That I would love. Like, I would love that if it's not an actual brother.
0: Grinzelwald has used the word brother liberally and not to mean just brother. So I'm I'm giving for that possibility.
2: So how about this? Mm. Now, Albus lets Newt in on the secret about that whole blood pact, which as far as secrets goes, having a blood pact to not fight the most dangerous evil wizard in their world That's a pretty f***ing big secret. Like, that's not something that he would want a lot of people to know. So he trusts Newt pretty explicitly here. And Mm -hmm. we also know that in the background, there's this huge important hunt for credence going on that Albus asks Newt to do on his behalf. I'll. I don't know why the hell Albus wouldn't want to t- be the one to tell Credence himself if this was true. But why not let Newt in on the secret? I
0: don't know because Dumbledore. But here's here's something we know for sure about Dumbledore. He is a famous husbander of information. He lets things out only when he needs to. And if you know nothing else about Dumbledore, you know that it is not That's true. It is the most believable path to think that Dumbledore is only letting out the very least of information that he has to, because that's all he ever does in any depiction of him we see.
2: Yeah. I mean, he does control information because he wants to control quite a bit. So... I would think that he would want to be in control of Credence discovering this information about the Dumbledore family if it was true. But
0: equally, you could say about every piece of information he slowly dripped out over the seven book series, you can say you would think that 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 would be information he would want Harry to have before fighting this battle. You could say that a 100 times over the book. That's not Dumbledore. He's proven that that's not who he is time and time again. He does have to give out the piece of information about the blood pact. If he's going to ask Newt to go after him, he has to know that he can't do it himself. Newt has to be convinced. That Information had to be let out.
2: I'm just saying that there is not like a lack of reason for him to do it. Like strategically speaking, having his enemy give him this information is terrible. You can't
0: prove a negative. There's no, there's not, there's no such thing as there's not lack of reason. the The question is, is there a reason? And if you can see if there is an actual reason, not just you think it would be nice for Newt to have that information. Yeah.
2: I'm talking more about Dumbledore telling Credence or getting the information to Credence or making it so. Anybody in the world besides Grindelwald gives this information. Maybe
0: Dumbledore doesn't know that Grindelwald has this information. Maybe Dumbledore doesn't have this information. We don't know.
2: He might not. Wait, Dumbledore doesn't know that Credence is related to I think to it's him. unlikely,
0: but possible.
2: So who is it that we're thinking is the, is
1: the, the common parent? Percival. Hold on, quick. Before we Before we leave... Dumbledore. We're not going. Uh, <laughs> well, I know, I know. But but before we leave this line of thought, I have more of a question. I guess this is more of a meta question. We're stepping outside the story and observing as readers and storytellers ourselves. Um, I think I find it really interesting that I would imagine that Dumbledore withholding information in the seven books was mainly just a pl- the necessity yeah, totally. for plot that has now become a care that has become a characteristic Absolutely. of him mm-hmm. now, which I think is really interesting and I would it's fun it might be fun like okay I know everyone hates the movie Man of Steel it's not a good movie it's not a great movie it's a it's a Superman movie Zack Snyder it's not a great movie I enjoy it I know it's bad but I enjoy it there are some parts of the movie that I really really like like at the very end Superman does something that is so out out of character for Superman that everyone else lost their minds over but me I loved it because now it gave him a, a reason to be that way in the future like for like the, the history Superman that we know and so that'd be really fun I don't think it's gonna happen because it's just whatever it'd be fun if that played a little bit like if we could somehow see Dumbledore start going in and start being Machiavellian at this point I think
0: he already is but
1: again I do too yeah. I'm just thinking oh, I mean, well.
0: this is Dumbledore and yes it is a handy plot device it doesn't make it less
1: Well, I mean, especially in the books, like 100%, because Harry, I mean, the books would have ended. Yeah, Yeah. Harry's not the most (laughs) inquisitive. Dumbledore Dumbledore doesn't give out
0: information, and you have a plot. Like, that's, you know. And you're fine with
1: it. It's fine. Don't, like, yeah, it it has to be his dad, right? Because
0: uh, if they're brothers, if they are actual brothers, it's got to be his dad. I mean, Kendra dies in, let's see, the Ariana fight happens in, like, 1900 or so. So Kendra dies a little bit before that.
1: Well, and then if it's, if it's like a legend that a dumb, it'll find a Dumbledore. Just the patriarchy that it had to be male. Yeah, because of that the name gets That's passed what I'm down saying. that way. Like, and so, yeah,
0: I don't, I don't think you'd it would call have him to be a Dumbledore that. if he didn't share any Dumbledore blood. It's just. I mean, who knows? Well,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, like if it was if it was Dumbledore's mother who was a Dumbledore, his name wouldn't be Dumbledore, and so he would be talking about his mother's maiden name and that so, type of thing. And so it has to be his father's. I have lineage.
0: a pet a thing to point out. Um, yeah. We're all acting as though the movies have shown us something that they haven't necessarily shown us yet. And that is that Ariana is actually an obscurus. I know everybody thinks that she's an obscurial. I know that everybody thinks she's an obscurial. I do too. To be to be very clear, but what if she's only something similar and not actually an obscurial?
1: That will disappoint me severely. Yeah, it really will. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because what what would disappoint me about that? It's and literally it's just in name only. Like I get that, but like to me, what what, what made the first Fantastic Beasts movie was that honestly that we finally got a label for what Oriana Ari- was and understood what happened to her and so like if it's not if if she wasn't the i i'm just i'm confused as a storyteller because like sure. why bother like then then what did you like screen time is expensive and then as a reader i'm just disappointed because i'm like oh right. because it's, it, it seems like changing what, again
0: like john was saying that um The choice of word entity for Credence seems to indicate that it's the obscurial part that matters most. And I think that the entity part actually definitely matters and that word choice mattered 100%. Even when I I clocked it while watching the movie too. Like, oh, okay, yeah, he's an entity as well. I don't think that's the only thing. Um, But what if she, her magic did burst out of her and it created the obscurial the Obscurus in Credence, or the beginnings of the Obscurus in Credence. I don't know. Mm -hmm.
1: See, like, I never, again, like we talked about last year, like, I never, last week, I never thought of it as, like, a noun. I just thought of it as a part of, I never thought it could exist on its own type of thing. And so, like, I'm fine with the fact, like, oh, it's it's the same like, if it's, like, sa- like sourdough bread, like, even if it's not the whole thing, if it's just the starter, like, for someone else, like, if that's the connection, ah, I think it's... I think that's a weak connection to make and make the you a Dumbledore. The
0: sourdough. The mother dough.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> she's the mother dough. She's the mother dough. <laughs> I like that. Um, if she's the mother dough of the Obscurus, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, right, I, right. I I don't know, like... Then it all, om- and if he's not in any way like blood related to a Dumbledore other than this obscurus. Then that to me seems like, Very
0: like, then up. why
1: do it? Like, right, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, like, then th- if that's then it, I don't know. It's like she's such a good writer in her like moving parts of other thing that I'm sh- just like, uh, I didn't know the lady who had the baby was credited with the actual character name. I didn't I didn't know that until we were recording now. And so I was talking to someone at work about how like she didn't like that part. Like what that's just so convenient that a Dumbledore just happened to be there. And I'm like, true, but like I know JK Rowling. She hides things in plain sight. And so like and I'm pretty does. sure we're gonna see the other half of that story in another film. Like, that's why where, I thought it was
0: McGonagall. That's uh, why I was like, Oh, this is a this is me and maybe that was the purpose of McGonagall. It was a red herring for the viewer
1: you know wait, wait wait, say it again what do you mean you thought that i lady thought on the was and i was
0: out? and i was while i was watching the movie the math like wait when was mcgonagall born all that was spinning in my head um because mcgonagall kept showing up in places that she couldn't physically be from what we know from the canon at least the non-book canon and um then i saw the the memory of the baby swap and the person with the baby had dark hair and i remember and because we kept seeing mcgonagall in a place i didn't expect i was like well they're bringing her into focus why are they bringing her into focus and then we saw that thing on the boat i'm like oh my god mcgonagall's his mother and it was not
1: the case but i thought i see what you mean
0: you know for for a second i was like oh okay you need to bring mcgonagall into focus because she's about to become very you know even more important but i guess that wasn't important enough
1: Hmm. yeah i wonder if she's going to speak to the timing of mcgonagall we
0: need to talk about this more
1: the McGonagall mm-hmm. nonsense the McGonagall of it all we're
0: getting so many um ret- like fans are retconning the retcon um Uh-oh. saying that just because she applied for uh, somebody sent this us to, to, to us in an email and they, they said in a comment on on our patreon that um they heard that when she in the canon it said that she applied for a job at Hogwarts under Dumbledore And there's some sort of loophole where you can say, well, she didn't teach consecutively, so she could have been teaching earlier. No, 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 there is not. In the Pottermore entry, it says that she was taught by Dumbledore. That means Dumbledore has to be at least 15 or so, at least years older than her. So I know we're all trying to make it right. There's no way. If that is Minerva McGonagall, who we know in the seven books, Mm then there is no way that the Pottermore entry and those two can align. And that's fine. Again, Joe can do whatever she wants, yeah. but without another explanation, some, some fact here is wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I have this sneaking disappointment, I guess is the right word. Fear is way too strong. Um, I have a sneaking disappointment that she's going to be like, oh no, I just wanted her in there. She's different. She, like, she's just going to be older now. I really do think that's just going to be it. It's the simplest answer. She's like, no, she's older now. Yeah. Like, she changed her mind.
2: Like, I was pretty much willing to just let that one go. Just as, like I said last episode, just for the sake of them wanting to have her in the story and that she's a good cool character. Her and that's, you know, it is what it is. But then I, I keep thinking back at the freaking Dumbledore thing, and it's like. We're going to forgive McGonagall and then also swallow the chaser of uh, an extra Dumbledore. And it's like, I think about the new Star Wars movies and the whole situation of who are Ray's parents and whether or not Kylo Ren saying to her that uh, she's actually just a nobody. And that, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not a Skywalker, you're not anything special to the canon of the series, basically. And I remember thinking, like, well, I'm not sure if that was the truth either. But also, if it is, like, I'm pretty cool with that. Like, you don't the whole point of Harry is that he wasn't yeah. the direct descendant of Godric, and that he could just be some basically some some nobody had it not be the situation that happened with his parents, and that he could still be the one to um defeat voldemort he didn't need to be this grand great great grandkid of Merlin or something so for this for like why does he need to be? a Dumbledore like it would be just as annoying if he was related to the Potters like or 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 Voldemort like <laughs> uh, you know like Dumbledore is certainly the weirdest choice but why does he need to be a relation to be more interesting he's already a really interesting right. character totally. like it wasn't necessary and that's what just bums me out and that's kind of what also and this isn't really like a, a useful you know, criteria for the argument to not believe it, but I I don't want it to be true (laughs) unless there's something so frigging clever that we find out in the next book that makes it just so awesome and that everything else fits into place. But if we have to accept it on the same way that we're having to accept McGonagall, just because it was a preference, then I'm sorry. I I don't like it. I don't I can accept McGonagall because it doesn't change a hell of a lot about anything. But an extra Dumbledore changes a lot of what we've already been told about the family from the family members themselves in the
1: original series. So it's just too weird. You bring up a good point. Like, Of all the characters to make him a possible relative to... Like, Dumbledore is probably one of the more complicated ones, given the fact that we had a book inside the book dedicated to Dumbledore. <laughs> right. right. And about his past and everything. And we met so much of his past. Like, like we've dug into his past a lot in those books. Yeah. So, I'm hoping there is a reason for it, other than the fact that, like they needed another reason for Dumbledore to be weird against Grindelwald. Like, other than the fact they couldn't only be like, oh, he's in love with them because they didn't want to explore that. And here's the other weird thing.
2: Let's just assume that it's true. Okay, this was 19-whatever-the-hell, 20-something. The story behind Dumbledore's takedown of Grindelwald's, a very famous story, you know, probably first or second to Harry's story in the Wizarding World. It would be pretty common knowledge, Uh, you would think, if there was a powerful entity along with Grindelwald that was involved in this tug-of-war between good and evil being being Credence, are we to believe that Credence finds out he's a Dumbledore and it somehow doesn't get out to anybody else that one of these other major players in this war is also a relative of Dumbledore, Albus Dumbledore, the man who ends up defeating Grindelwald, and all of that is nowhere in the history books or even a newspaper or anything that Arita Skeeter or any other wizarding biologist can get hold of to include in her major biography of Dumbledore. Why would the secret persist?
0: Um, I don't know. It's all really. Especially this, with
1: Rita Skeeter yeah. doing like truth serums and all that nonsense. She's not, so, she doesn't play by the rules.
0: So I do think that we'll find this out. I think this is information, you know, how this, There, I, I think there will at least be an attempt to make this all jive with the future.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The theory that, um, we didn't really talk about last time, um, that's been going around John and I John, you and I have talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. is the potential for Ariana. If they tweak the ages a bit to be credence's mother. Mm-hmm. Um. So Ariana was attacked by muggles when she was six in the canon. If they change yeah. it, cause they've changed plenty or if it's not when she was attacked by muggles, there's a potential that she maybe had a child. Um, she moves back to Godric's hollow late, before three years before her death and that has the hallmarks of like being secreted away home to hide a secret and you can imagine that um if she did have a baby and they would want they would want to send it away um because of how ill she was maybe prevailing sentiments at the time i don't know there was also something really attractive to me about the story of how you keep a pregnant woman who was an also an obscurial safe right. throughout that pregnancy. Cause you have to imagine that exploding into strips won't actually be safe for the baby. So, no. um, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. At first, I thought, well, well, maybe this is a result of her sexual attack, her attack, which I always, which always read to me as a sexual attack. When
1: well, she didn't was she six. even say something of that nature? Like at one point, there was something that eluded me to think that too, because I never thought that until mm-hmm. there was a comment in some some sort of article or something. Maybe we talked about it on the show, and I thought it was something from J.K. Rowling who talked about <clears throat> the nature of the attack being very, very aggressive, and that's right. why her father did what the he line-
0: did. The line that always did it for me was that something about she wasn't ever right after what they did to her. That doesn't say got hit with a rock,
1: right? You know, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. That always read as something grotesque under the skin. But then, but then I was like, oh, I'm hot in the theory. And then I read the canon again, and she's she's six when it happens, but they can change it, you know. So that's a possibility. I could sort of see why you would get that child out of Dodge and send them away, you'd have to play with fudge of the years. The only thing I
1: could think that would complicate that is that if, but then they already are kind of pulling away at what an Obscurus is or what causes it. At least I would have argued prior to this film, like, no, because like she needed to be young enough to want to suppress her magic because they, they made it sound like, the little the, they wanted to make her do a trick that she couldn't control, and then she got horribly punished for it. And so then she was like, "I never wanted to do magic again." Like that's the impression that I got as to why an happens. But now we seem to have the means of no, and then maybe credence or Aurelius isn't as an exception to like, oh, they never make it that old because if she was older, maybe that's why. Maybe. but I do I mean I, I like know. that idea much better than it being like a half-brother of Dumbledore I'd much be more comfortable with being his like random nephew that came out of nowhere
0: and then if Dumbledore knew but thought it wasn't his secret and it wasn't his information it would it would explain more why he never told people about it and why he was looking for credence and looking to get credence to to him so that he can bring him into the fold because remember what they said about obscure that you can diffuse them with a sense of belonging hmm. and what if what if Grindelwald really revealing this information to Credence is the Voldemort mistake of not understanding the power that you that love and and care has and Dumbledore diffuses it through making him feel like a part of the family yeah um, I could see that happening too that goes in line with her kind of well, it's funny that those. you
2: say that because I was just rereading the last page And, uh, you know, Grindelwald says, you know, it's your birthright, my boy, as is the name I now restored to you, Aurelius, Aurelius Dumbledore. And then the direction says, a credence turns, the power of his Obscurus can at last be channeled. He points the wand at the window, and a spell of immense power shatters the glass and breaks apart the mountain opposite. So, somehow, there was an actual reaction at least, su- as suggested by this, you know, text here. That's the Obscurus can now, at last, be channeled.
0: Interesting. That goes that with the idea sense. that it's not just him being an Obscurus, but an Obscurus plus Dumbledore equals incredibly powerful, like more powerful than Albus, possibly. And that would be another, like, that would be another, like, Voldemort-esque misunderstanding of power. You know, he'd think that brute force plus being a Dumbledore will do the job, and Dumbledore will understand that that. Um, bringing him into the fold and making him, giving him more belonging will do the job. Well, that's
2: what, I mean, when you mentioned the whole belonging thing somehow impacts the Obscurus, like at this point, Credence believes that he finally knows who he is and that feeling of belonging to something, even your own, you, you know, personhood could be the thing that triggered the power. I'm not sure why a Dumbledore bloodline would unlock... You know, when you find out that you're a Dumbledore, you suddenly become more powerful necessarily. I don't think
0: it's about a Dumbledore. I think it's a, it's it's some, every piece of knowledge he has about his yeah. identity will help unlock it. And then the Dumbledores are just, they are powerful. Like yeah. They're just powerful.
1: It people. is cool that this is the first time, because in the first film, he's like looking for a wand, pretending to have a wand. And at the very end of this movie, he gets a wand. Mm -hmm. And that's, and we know through wand lore and the seventh one and everything like that, like, like that's the point of wands are what separate wizards from other magical creatures. And so they do play a very significant role. It's mm-hmm. inter- I, I see like it's interesting that like having seeing it on screen i did not read at all that he channeled his obscurus that i did not get that at all i just figured no he's it was through- just an
0: explosion he it just did a just spell like, hydraulics yeah yeah
1: he did a spell yeah. like that writing is beautiful that's i mean i wish there was some sort of visual component to that because but is that
0: all that, mean, that mean, tells that huh we're we're reading into this channel idea is it can be challenged because he, it can be channeled because he's holding a wand is that all it means
1: that's what that's what I'm saying. Like that in and of itself is interesting to me because like I would have. That's new canon. That's brand new canon of wand lore.
0: No, she's discussed this before. If if only on Pottermore about um. An obscurus the, using a wand. No, that magic is wild and uncontrolled until you get a wand and you can channel it. That
1: oh, I know, a- but I'm just saying. Like I would have, I would have thought that maybe a wand would have cured him of being an obscurus because it's allowing him to channel his magic. But the fact that it's com- it's compounding is interesting uh, to me
0: because only witches and wizards have our we think our obscurus is an obscuri. So I know, um, right? So, but they mostly have wands. Like, if having a wand cured you of being an obscurus, then that would
1: no. But like again, the the logic between uh, what obscurus was, and again, it's hard for me to divorce what I thought it was for since the seventh book about suppressing magic. And, right. like the, and it kind of like squeezing out of you and exploding so out of you. It's about being who you are. About, about being uncongruent. A wand teaching you to be congruent with who you are, I yeah. think would have maybe like I just would have assumed like that would have been like the first step down like a path of getting rid of it not empowering it and so True. to me that's just we've never seen an obscurus with wand because most of them probably die or would never use the wand to begin with because of what they were again oh that's the old logic though
0: right well although they die young magic. so maybe they don't ever have a wand i don't
1: exactly. know I, yeah I, I it's just that was just really low, the, the the line the line saying he channeled the power of the obscurus and that's is that that's from the script john yeah yeah. Then, then that's canon. It doesn't say well, It opinion. doesn't say he
0: channeled the power of the Obscurus. It says it can finally be challenged, which is slightly yeah, different. Yeah. Wait. Channeled.
1: Oh. Uh, okay. Um. Well, I mean, no, it's the same thing, though. He's challenging the power.
0: Kind of. Did he, he or no? What? I think he
1: did. Right. That's why he blew up the mountain.
0: Yeah. Even though it doesn't, look, it doesn't read like that in the film. He just blows something up. All right. he blew something up.
2: So can I read to guys something else here, just from the conversation with Newton and Dumbledore?
0: Okay, I'm just trying not to lose this thought, and I can't get it out. Oh, go ahead. No, it's all right. I'm going to write it down.
2: Um, so, Dumbledore says, Credence is in Paris, Newt. He's trying to trace his real family. I take it you've heard the rumors about who he really is? Newt says no. Dumbledore and Newt board a bus. Dumbledore, the Bloods think he's the last of an important French line, a baby whom everyone thought lost. A look between them. Newt is astonished. Newt says. So not Lita's brother? Dumbledore. That's what they're whispering. Pure blood or not, I know this. An Obscurus grows in the absence of love as a dark twin, an only friend. If Credence has a real brother or sister out there who can take its place, he might yet be saved. Wherever Credence is in Paris, he's either in danger or a danger to others. We may not know who he is yet, but he needs to be found. And I rather hoped you might be the one to find him.
0: So Dumbledore must not know.
2: Yeah, unless he's lying to Newt, which he probably unless he's lying. That's
0: like a little bit too overt lie Mm -hmm. for Dumbledore. Like he lies sometimes, but that's a lot. Yeah. So Dumbledore may not know. Okay. What if this whole period of time is what forms Dumbledore's famous vaulted love theory? Hmm. So what if this whole arc? shows Dumbledore the healing and powerful, how, how love and family and belonging is much more powerful than the greatest, the greatest brute magic, the greatest dark wizardry. Mm -hmm. This is what gets you. This is how you get us to the Dumbledore that spouts off about love. Even when people laugh at him for it, Mm. because I can't imagine he's feeling that great about love right now. Period.
2: I still don't understand what the means by if he has a real brother or sister who can take its place, he might be saved. But like,
0: that, isn't, that
2: is so. Nothing that he had just down said mentions there needing to
1: be a brother or a sister.
2: It's really confusing.
1: I. I mean, that's. To me, that's just like, after like, after my second viewing, I was like, oh my gosh. The next movie, like, Dumbledore is going to save save him by hugging him because they're brothers. You know what I mean? Just like it's going to be like.
0: But that's the same dismissiveness we had when it was like, Harry's like, love, love, love. You're all about love. I'm going to hug Voldemort to death. That's the exact same.
1: My dismissiveness is the fact that he's his brother. That's the dismissiveness. No, but I'm it's like, like oh. he's
0: going to save him by hugging him. And that's what we said about like, like I think Harry even says, well, I'm going to save Voldemort by hugging him to death or kill Voldemort by hugging him to death. Like, that's not the way it plays out. But it 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 is the same kind of like, good riddance not good riddance it's the same kind of ridiculousness with which people treat dumbledore's favorite thing love and ends up being the actual thing that wins in the end i agree That's no no i mean really weird if he has a brother that could take its place i think he's meaning metaphorically takes its place like if he has a brother or sister out there it would help re- release this tension however you realize what he's saying would also mean that ariana may not be an obscurus yeah she had two brothers
1: um what I was, what I, my dismissiveness was not towards the notion of love. It was the fact that, like, if that's no. the case, that cemented in my brain, like, oh, he is a Dumbledore, then because, well, Dumbledore is going to be the one to have to fix him, quote unquote, because he's his brother. And in my head, that math doesn't add up yet, and so that was disappointing. Like, oh, it's him, they're brothers, even though I don't see it yet. So, like, that's the...
0: Like, are they retreading this whole same story? Voldemort believed that pure. there's only power in those two weeks to seek it, right? I know that's a movie line, but there's only... Actually, that's in the books, too. There's only power in those two weeks to seek it. Grindelwald clearly believes the same. Dumbledore may be a little bit down on love right now because of his experience with Grindelwald, because of his experiences with Ariana, but this whole experience may come to a head that because he showed um he learned about his this guy being his brother or family or whatever and brought him a little bit into the fold to diffuse this bomb that's living under his skin, that may help cement Dumbledore's future iteration where he says it's it's Mm -hmm. you know, love, love, love. love I mean,
1: and and if if he gets around Queenie at all and Jacob, like it'd be very interesting to see. That'd be very telling if he's supportive now of it or if he's more like, oh, it's dangerous. Because if he's supportive of it, then he's probably the Dumbledore who loves love already. If not, then yeah, he's probably going to, he might grow into that person. That's interesting.
0: John, read that line again that could take its place.
1: It grows as a dark he says, wind. says, uh,
2: i know this an obscurus grows in the absence of love as a dark twin an only friend if credence has a real brother or sister out there who can take its place he might yet be saved so as if to say that take the place of the obscurial to take of, take the place as the only friend so he can be, that person can be a friend to credence so he doesn't need to continue to host the obscurus, which is strange then to think about Grindelwald in that is he going to provide
0: the dark twin
2: a loving brotherly or fatherly or some kind of relationship mm. to credence to have an impact on the obscurus, and what impact
1: would he be trying to make that'd be interesting if he unintentionally like weakened the obscurus. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That'd be something I wouldn't expect.
0: He thinks he's making the obscure so powerful, it's going to kill Dumbledore, and he doesn't know that introducing himself to the concept of family, possibly introducing Dumbledore into the scenario as family could diffuse it.
1: What would be fun, I don't think is going to happen, but like it would be interesting if Grindelwald's connection to Aurelius is what diminishes it, because he finally has camaraderie, a function, like a family, and then... And then that might yeah, and then he's tossed aside. Maybe that might be interesting. I don't know. Well,
2: how about this? Grows in the
1: absence of love.
2: Would you say that hate, anger, vengeance are things that are the opposite of love or the
1: the no, absence hating, of love? Hate. I think the opposite of love is indifference. Because hate. Hates too close, I agree too with passionate.
2: So, I'm just thinking, like that the information that he gave Credence at the end caused the true power of the Obscurus to be channeled, mm-hmm. and Dumbledore just said that an Obscurus grows in the absence of love. So, how do we reconcile those two?
0: Is it resentment?
2: The absence of love could maybe, yeah, be resentment.
0: No, I don't think. I don't think the absence of love is resentment. But I think that in the absence of love, grows a force that starts to yeah. turn sour? Well, I
2: guess it would be, like, betrayal, because what he's presenting to to um, Credence in that moment is that uh, not only is he your brother, but he's plotting to kill you. Like, he, he knows that you're his brother, and he is... Uh, You know, what does he say here? He says, you may have suffered the most heinous of betrayals, most purposefully bestowed upon you by your own blood, your own flesh and blood. And just as he has celebrated your torment, your brother seeks to destroy you.
0: Can I ask, what what does Credence know of Albus Dumbledore at this point? I don't know how we could know much of anything.
1: I don't think what he knows Credence the name hear at all.
0: When he hears Albus Dumbledore, does Creedence know what yeah. the hell a Dumbledore is? I mean, is? think
2: of—he lived in that orphanage for how long? They weren't talking about Dumbledore. They certainly weren't talking about powerful wizards. They were saying that they're all terrible, and you know, yeah, death to all the wizards.
0: I can't imagine that Credence hears the word Dumbledore and thinks, I'm a Dumbledore. Right. My brother Dumbledore. Like, it's not like he's like, oh, I read those books
2: years ago. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly. I, he's awesome. Like That's a good yeah, point. Like,
1: he's uh, essentially Muggle, muggle-born, yeah. you know, by cu- culturally muggle-born. Sure.
2: And so... It'd be like telling Harry in book one, like, you're related to Dumbledore. And he's
1: like, who the f*** is Dumbledore? Like,
2: (laughs) that matters not
1: to me at all. I guess that doesn't doesn't affect the ending scene too much. Because what is significant to him is he has a wand. And then that giant bird. (laughs) And so that's pretty cool. But that is a really good point. Like, he probably has... Oh, you know what? The wand is what was being
2: channeled. That's all. The wand was channeling the obscurest. not That's what that's what, what, I, was that's saying, what like, I was talking
1: about. That's what I think is really interesting. I totally interesting. went
2: over my head cuz yeah, I, I forgot uh, he didn't really have a wand. No. Up, up until that point. And they always and talk he was about looking the a wand, wand the channels the magic. Like you can do magic without a wand, but the whole point and maybe
0: that's why it was like bursting out of him but now that he has a wand he can really focus yeah it. but and i was i was i was hearing the bigness that you were hearing john like he can finally he can finally channel his energy and it's like no he has a wand that's channeling the energy um i see i see where your brain went yeah. with that
2: i just where did he get handed the wand when did that happen Grindelwald hands it At to him. At the
0: very end Grindelwald gives it to him. Walks up oh, with it in his sleeve. Oh, he says I have a
2: gift for you, my boy. And from behind yeah. his back he takes a handsome wand with a bow. He presents it to Credence who cannot believe his eyes.
0: With a bow? Yeah,
2: we had a bow on it apparently. Well, it's, no, it's, to, it's to, play to play music with, I think.
0: <laughs> Where would he And have it's funny in, that guess, like Doravich. she
2: chose to mix these two scenes because you know how we went back and forth between Newton Dumbledore and Grindelwald and credence here like the scene that right after um credence gets the wand it cuts to um the scene with dumbledore and newt dumbledore saying is it true about Lita?" newt says yes dumbledore says i'm so sorry uh newt pulls out the vial dumbledore stares at it simultaneously tormented and amazed it's a blood pact isn't it you swore not to fight each other bitterly ashamed dumbledore nods dumbledore overcome says how in the name of Merlin did you manage to get it? And the Niffler pokes his ah, head, the jacket, sad to see the pendant go. Newt says, Grindelwald doesn't seem to understand the nature of things he considers simple. And then hmm. that's the end of, uh, well, not quite. Uh, Dumbledore raises his hands to show uh, the ad monitors, and then uh, Theseus raises his wand, and off goes the wrist thing. Anyway, right after that scene is the bit with Grendelwald and Credence.
0: We do need to talk about Lita, but another day. Yeah. Like, we need to talk all, Because I need to
1: understand that more, because I was like, what the hell happened? Hmm. I loved her walking around Hogwarts, though.
2: That was such a cool moment. It felt like a different movie.
1: I was fine with it. It it felt like us. Like, oh, Rumor, go like I don't, it just felt like I got to go back into Hogwarts and reminisce. And I think it was very intentional yeah. and I think it was smart.
2: Did we talk about the fact that this is like the first time we've really seen like these like well lit and also like handheld shots inside of Hogwarts to the point where it almost looked like a documentary at one of like the actual castles uh, <laughs> in England and that like it almost was like too real, not like in a bad way, but like it looked like a different genre of movie being shot at Hogwarts for a little while. Yeah. Like more like an indie film kind of moment, which was, which was fine. Like I was all for it. Um, But it was 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 strikingly different. Frighteningly different. different. (laughs) Strikingly, not. not Oh, strikingly.
1: Okay. I like frightening. It's more colorful.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Oh, it was a really
1: cool scene.
0: I lost a thought, and I can't get it back, and I'm so mad.
1: Was it about Lita? Mm. Probably not. Was it about the wand?
0: Oh, oh, oh. Okay. On my Instagram last week, I was going on a road trip. So I was like, ask me your, let's talk Grindelwald. So people kept asking me Grindelwald questions. And one of them was, did you see that in the scene where they do the blood pact, Dumbledore is holding the Elder Wand? Now, I did not see that. Hmm. And I need to go look at that scene. So if if you're hearing this, and I know you are because we are suddenly getting lots of emails again. Um, Say it again? E- if Dumbledore is... Somebody told me that they think that Dumbledore is holding the Elder Wand in the scene with the blood pact.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. really?
0: That, that is a game... Change no it. no uh, because now you can understand why Grindelwald's like, "Hey, why don't we make a blood pact, you who hold the Elder right. Wand? Why don't I use your affections toward me to make sure you never come after me?" And if that's the case, how does Grindelwald end up with the Elder, elder Wand? Because don't
1: Wait, wait. Dumbledore I have it, I have a question. What if what if what if it's this? You know, Grindelwald stole it from Gregorovich when he was young. We know this. That's established. Mm-hmm. He jumped out the window yep. with his curly hair. And so um I don't know where that falls in line is if that is pre him chilling with Dumbledore or post him chilling with Dumbledore. I always assumed it was Mostly post. Pre. Oh, it was supposed to be pre him chilling with Dumbledore? I
0: feel like it's got to be pre because I don't think it goes from Dumbledore to Gr- to Gregorovich to Grindelwald.
1: I figured he, I figured there, like, my, this is my logic, and I don't know why, but I assumed that Dumbledore and and Grindelwald's, like, study of the Hallows is what led him to, to Grigorovich, and that's how he was able to steal the wand. I just assumed that. Now, if that was not the case, and he already stole the wand, I find it perfectly reasonable that they would use the Elder Wand for their blood pact, even though it's Grindelwald's. In, like he can you, we we know that you can still use okay. someone else's wand. It just won't just it won't go against Grindelwald. So where in this It's an
0: au- it's an awful weird choice. Um where did- in the scene the mirror of Erised that is now a pensive. What? The mirror of Erised is showing memories suddenly, so okay. Fine, I'll go with it.
1: Okay. Oh. But I mean Isn't that it's, weird. It's not. I mean, I guess. I or is it?
0: It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a way not to have to introduce another plot device. Sure, use the mirror as a. Pencil. You don't think that no,
2: it, guess, it was anything it, to do with his. Out of character his, uh, for the
1: mirror to show.
0: The mirror shows you the object, the thing, the thing your heart most desperately wants. And I'm sure he wants Grindelwald, but I doubt that he wants another blood pact. What if he wanted so, to
1: not do the blood pact? Ooh.
0: Then how? Why does it show him doing the blood pact?
1: And you know what? The thing? We've never seen a talented wizard use the mirror of Erised before. It, that's.
0: I will, Frankie retconned me on that one. I will go with you on that one. (laughs) I like that, too,
1: because uh, one of my favorite spells from the whole book series is that Dumbledore hid the stone in the mirror. Yeah, that's not normal. Give it to somebody who didn't want it. Oh, I love it so much.
0: You're right. We know he can manipulate the mirror. That's good. Thank you. We know that Dumbledore can manipulate the mirror, and that just shows his.
1: His, Ooh, finesse. His, power. his
0: finesse his yeah.
2: finesse yeah yeah why would he go to the mirror when the dude he's got he's got a pensive
1: like we've seen
0: because you kind of introduce the thing in the it's just easier
1: and honestly it was great to see the mirror of erised in the same room that harry saw it in i'm sorry i love that it was in that big same room
0: and to have to like yeah. take out the pensive open a memory at least you have the mirror of erised you're 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 showing that there's desire mm-hmm. you know
2: i'm just so disappointed by the fact that Albus would know that there's a whole debate about who Credence's family is, but not know that he is actually his family, and that he is unaware of it in a way that Grindelwald was not. Like, Grindelwald somehow managed to figure it out,
1: you know, without Albus being able to also figure it out. That's why I honestly think that he knows that's a simpler answer to me that he knows, and he's just being Dumbledore with Newt. Right. I don't like it. So but then I think that's a simple. If that's answer. the case,
2: then you can also excuse a- Aberforth for not knowing. Um,
1: oh no! Completely. But I mean, I'm I'm not saying that he's as br- like. I'm just saying Dumbledore knows that he is a that 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 Crevis is a dumbledore not that if it's his brother i still don't like that idea no all and all i'm saying is from that film that i didn't agree with before but now i'm i'm on board with is that like in the objective nature of this film i think it was supposed to be communicated by jk rowling that Crevis is actually aurelius dumbledore a dumbledore physically um I don't know the relevance or the repercussions of that. I don't like it, but I think that's what. The oh, and
2: here's was one other thing. Sorry, this is—I don't know if it's continuing your point or not. But I just remembered that uh, Grindelwald sent his followers out to make sure that the half-elf was was killed, mm-hmm. uh, as if right, to say so so she why, would know the truth. So if he wanted to plant a false narrative out there. Would it not be important to make sure anybody who could disprove it was killed?
0: Or he wants to stop anybody else from finding out. He wants the information for himself.
1: For just him and for Credence? Mm Mm-hmm. The the guy who killed the lady was the one that Newt didn't like in the meeting for the Aurors.
0: Because he's a monster hunter. He's not an Auror. He's a monster hunter. How was that established? in the screenplay
1: okay yeah because like even the second viewing i was like this guy is clearly just a smoke it's, all he needed to do was kill somebody he had like i don't know why have him do it like i guess it makes you it gives oh it gives grindelwald agency. you know he's, a, you he's know, gonna john, come back he's gonna come back. he's a beast yeah he's gonna come back. hunter for john
0: i do i do think that that's what grindelwald's up to he wants to save that information as a surprise yeah if if dumbledore doesn't know And Grindelwald doesn't want anybody else leading anybody down that road. He wants to spring this on him. Hmm.
2: Or at least make sure that it can't be challenged. But how is there not like a wizarding DNA test, for gosh sakes?
0: (laughs) Well, Well, but they'd have to know to test. If only they have this information, who's testing? If
2: only they... And what
0: would Credence know about testing? The only people he has to talk to are Dumbledore, uh, what's his name, Grindelwald and Nazi so Queenie. what so... happens
2: when Credence sees uh, Albus somewhere eventually and they have a face-off and he's like, hey, like I'm your brother and Albus is like, what? For real?
0: Well, that will happen at a time that Grindelwald indicates he wants it to happen because Grindelwald is that persuasive. So yeah, that'll happen, but they'll, if Grindelwald ha- has a plan, yeah. I'm pretty sure he can get that to not happen until he wants it to
2: also i think if there is if there is a magic spell to like see who someone's like you know their dna relations or whatever you know albus would probably know about it like i'm sure he's put in so much research to try to break his blood pact he's probably read every Mm -hmm. book having to do with blood and magic and uh didn't he also like spend years trying to figure out all seventeen uses for dragon blood? Dragon's blood. <laughs> like he is
1: a blood. <gasps> Does like, that
0: help break a blood pack? What
1: if dragon's it blood gets help. rid of obscuruses?
0: What if dragon's blood what
1: gets rid of obscuruses? Breaking. That's. I mean, the listen, 17th? they have 11,
0: 11 uses that they haven't right. talked about yet. So, yeah.
1: um, but the blood pack that is something that we forgot that we didn't talk about last week. I don't know of any other spell that when you do it creates like a trinket. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you modify trinkets, and you can summon trinkets and vanish trinkets, but a byproduct of the spell producing this trinket, and what is the significance of that damn vial? Like, can you just smash it, and then then it's gone? Mm. The blood pack's gone? It has to be... You can't
0: smash it, because Dumbledore would have. I have a question about the vial. Yeah. Is Grindelwald making the Voldemort mistake of putting his most precious thing in a very obvious spot or did he want it taken Mm. did he want dumbledore to break it so that they could fight
1: i think oh i don't know i think i I don't think it'd be that because
2: grindelwald's been bested by newt more than once for and with unexpected tools like each time it was by using one of the magical beasts to that to me was just
1: so convenient they needed it they needed the niffler to do something and the niffler needs something shiny so the spell makes something shiny to me that He's seems such an idiot
0: wearing it on his chest what are you do- yeah. what are you doing to right. me yeah transfigure it into a grain of rice and put it in your pocket
1: like i mean it has to be stronger than just being smashed like like otherwise if he wanted to smash it to fight totally. Dumbledore, he would have smashed it that's a good point he would have smashed it he right would have smashed it i mean grindelwald would have smashed it himself if he wanted to sure Um, but
0: so could have Dumbledore definitely not I just assume
1: that like oh Grindelwald didn't want to fight him so that's why he needed it but I was like well I guess I'm just so curious as to like what like I want to know what a blood pact is And is is the only difference the fact that a blood pact is breakable and an unbreakable vow is not breakable?
0: No, we talked last week about a blood, a unbreakable vow is one person promising to do something and another person bonding them to it. That's you know, and a blood pact is two people agreeing on the same thing.
1: Yeah, but but at the same time, why not just both do an unbreakable vow?
0: Because each other, because it binds each other. If both people do an unbreakable vow, one person. One person breaks it, they die. Yeah. This, this way, I think they both die.
2: Well, I think also that if it was a simple matter of if you were to do this, you would die. That, that fighting Grindelwald could be something Albus could decide is worth his life. It's possible that this magic literally prevents them from being able from to doing use it. magic against right. each other. Like if they tried, nothing would happen.
1: Right. I agree with that. I mean, it's... I, I guess what I was trying to say earlier, to me, it's just... we Okay, A, we know Dumbledore wins, because that's yep. just what it is. Yep. And so, this blood pack thing isn't necessary, in my opinion. It
0: is to retard the actual yeah, If destroy.
1: you want there to be a reason it takes Dumbledore so long to catch up with Grindelwald. Well, I like the fact that it was because he had feelings for him. This just seems so... Over well, 20 but then, plus but, years? But, but carry that...
0: But carry that through to the end it it starts to make it starts to make Dumbledore into a bit of a bad guy. Yeah, and he has and that, feelings for him. Do you so he's think gonna Dumbledore is going to get
1: out of, for twenty five years? Well, do you guys think Dumbledore is going to get out of the story unscathed, character wise, or no?
0: No, I think we I think we learn in in the books that he's not unscathed. That he becomes the recluse that yeah. he is because of Ariana and because of this.
1: Well, I mean, but okay, that's not that's like oh that's something happened to him. But do you think, because I, I there is just this trend, and maybe we're over that trend right now, but for a while, there the whole anti-hero notion, and that, and like, no one's above falling, and just like, like this is, I oh, don't... You,
2: you mean morally? Morally
1: compromised. Do you think Dumbledore's going to remain on the high horse, this whole, like, unscathed morally? Or do you think he's going to...
0: I think Dumbledore is a very morally ambiguous character mm-hmm. from the off. I think he is manipulative and yeah. presents as a good guy is definitely more, more light than dark but I don't know that he's so morally upstanding
1: yeah because okay. like my opinion of Dumbledore like he is presented as like a white knight into the seventh book he
0: is a white general i would say
1: well i mean until like
0: like he's on the side of light but he does some things that must be done by people in power even though you're on the side of light you know
2: interesting things with him from what we know of the original series he at some point possessed all three deathly hollows which should Mm -hmm. make him the master of death and yet he didn't take over the world with it he also refused people's calls to become minister of magic where he probably could have easily ran and and won for the position as though he knows in the same way that gandalf knows the danger of him holding on to the ring john you just oh
1: you just say gandalf okay good that That
2: big uh you know having that kind of power even in noble hands can can corrupt and he turned down the role of minister and he stays in the more humble position of, of headmaster. And maybe some of those, you know, reasons for doing that were lessons learned from how he, you know, made mistakes in the, the years that we're seeing now.
1: Part of his, I'm, I'm pretty sure part of his um, staying at Hogwarts was Trelawney's prophecy too.
2: I don't know what you mean.
1: Because Trelawney prophesies the one who's going to defeat the Dark Lord. Like, like, I don't know.
0: No, I think Dum- I think Hogwarts provided him with a nice, yeah. safe enclave in which he could um, fulfill his need to affect the world in a good way by teaching, in which he could keep an eye on the goings-on in the Wizarding World because of all the, the information network at his disposal, the, the portraits and everything else, yeah. and to oversee harry ultimately as he entered entered and grew yeah, i was just saying the, prior to way.
2: harry even being born prior to any of the prophecy he was oh, old enough and accomplished enough especially after defeating grindelwald at some point that he could have ran and became minister for magic and he chose that's not true. to do that um
0: because of the events of this yeah. of this time of his life remember it's because he recognized that he put on the ring and he realized even when he you know in in book 6 when he puts on the horcrux yeah he puts on the horcrux because he he still has that he's the galadriel he still has that urge right. he 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 can't stop himself and so he recognizes it still now at what point does he own all 3 i'm sure you're right but so he had the, well, cloak, he had the cloak after james
2: died he had the, he
0: only got the ring for the with, with the Horcrux. We
1: so never had them never had all at the same time. Well, he gave no, the he cloak to Harry. Yeah, he had
2: the
0: in cloak in book the one, one. Right, he didn't time. touch the ring till book six. What
2: I'm saying is that he, he definitely knows where they all are. Like if he's like Harry, I need to borrow the cloak. Harry wouldn't think twice to give it sure but he doesn't
0: own like you need to possess them sure
2: but what i'm saying is that many people have went out and looked for the hallows over the years dumbledore was closer than anyone as far as we know to having all three and that literally his you know pseudo godson is rocking around with the uh cloak that he basically gave back to him um he effectively has access to all three if he wanted them but he chose not sure, to but he doesn't
0: he, he doesn't own them either literally or figuratively you have to it has to be one of you them. Know. he never he never has ownership of the ring not once ever from the second he touched it it owned him well when he put um, it on
2: because it was cursed
0: right no because it had power to him and he, he put it on he couldn't resist so he never had ownership of the stone he Never had ownership of the cloak because it wasn't ever his. He might have held it in his hands, so he had a, a literal, but he didn't have a Are we a saying that the
2: cloak and the the stone have the same sort of ownership properties as the wand in terms of who wins the wand and all of that?
0: No, I'm saying that the Deathly Hollow story makes it very clear that it's not just enough to, to physically have all three in your possession. Oh, yeah. You must oh, yeah. be the possessor of them. <laughs> you must own them. You must master them
2: i'm confused about the difference but i I will grant you that yeah he never owned holding
0: holding the elder wand and being the and being the um one that the elder wand has allegiance to are two different things holding holding the cloak and not using it to escape Mm -hmm. um bad things but rather to welcome them is that having the stone and not using it in, an, in, a, in a way that is unproductive, you know, having the stone in your hand is different than ha- not letting the stone control you. Yeah. It's a matter of you controlling the objects and them not controlling you. Right. And that's what Harry does. He, he has them all at one point. He controls, he shows power over all of those yeah. things. He drops a stone in the forest, he uses it for, for a moment of support that lets it go when it's important. He uh-huh. has the cloak, he, he uses it to literally reveal himself to death. Right. He literally stands in front of death and takes the cloak off and then you have uh the wand which he you know he puts in dumbledore's tomb so mm-hmm. he shows himself to be more powerful than the lore of the most powerful objects on earth which makes him the master of right. them holding them in his hands is separate right.
2: okay all all i meant was that he resisted the temptation once he knew where all three of them were to go any further with the whole endeavor of sure. having the hollows that's all i meant is that he doesn't sure. believe that might Makes right, and as someone in the position of having more might than anybody in their magical world, that restraint says something about his morality or at least his opinion of himself and his potential to, you know, not become corrupted.
0: He doesn't believe it, but there was a time when he got real close, and it's his time with Grindelwald. What if movie three is all there as a whole flashback?
1: I Um, would
2: love that yeah because i will well, look we saw all the young characters we even got a young newt now i mean it's it's neat oh wait you mean like all the way back to dumbledore and grindelwald young mm-hmm. that'd be yeah that'd be pretty cool i would
1: love to see some flashbacks of them oh yeah i,
2: I, I mean i three more movies i'd be shocked if we didn't get some scenes with them i mean they cast we good actors for them to. like good actors that can actually speak lines that we haven't <laughs> seen do so so you know
0: jamie campbell and i forgot the grindelwald young actor yeah. name
2: it is strange though that she used the darn mirror just to get a good look at him. like we just got done seeing another brand new way of looking into like a, a wizarding tv at you know when newt was getting interviewed by you know theseus and all that crew um like that table which i thought oh. was kind of cool so I just
1: thought it was an American pensive. <laughs> it could be.
0: Oh, that's funny. It totally could The American be. Infinity Pool Pensive. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: just like a table. It's like it's just a little extra. Look at that. It's just
0: like it's flashier cuz it's American.
1: Yeah, like look at us. We don't care.
2: Yeah.
0: I like that. An American pensive. Um we have once again exceeded. <laughs> um talked for so long and barely scratched the surface of the things there is to talk about yeah. in this film. Yeah next week same time same bat channel <laughs>
2: definitely did we get any um, of one batty did we get some um some feedback from listeners on any topics that we've got to even touch on
0: we did so let's go to the emails um this is a long topic so i since i am the one on the east coast request that we do not even start talking That's about fine. it right now because we will go forever yeah let's do but it the next question week. is next week we will talk about is newt on the spectrum there is a big question oh yeah autistic, oh yeah. I yes. want to talk about this and i want to read about it first and i want to go in with didn't tools. the actor so say tonight. that that was a thing not tonight not tonight, Can we not, tonight? <laughs> okay,
2: not tonight not but, tonight Not yeah save tonight what else <laughs>
0: um a lot of McGonagall. there's uh something about the inconsistency which we addressed earlier uh there's a th- theory that she got a time turner which is why we were laughing at yeah. the beginning about not <laughs> at the theory because I've seen it 600 times so it's not one specific but it's like yes McGonagall has a big F all time turner in her office and she just goes back lives yeah. another life she got
2: tutored by Merlin back. for a while she went back
1: and then she gives it to uh cursed child she gives it to her, yes. to her cursed child people to find later yeah
0: and then in some iteration she becomes um, she was actually one know. of
2: the founders of Hogwarts too at some point <gasps> she was
0: yes she is she is Rowena Ravenclaw. Yeah. Figure that one out. I don't even know. Um
1: well she was a hatstall so I guess it makes sense. She was a hatstall. I mean, stall. Dumbledore can be Her gone. and Flitwick. I love it. Hmm? I love that her and Flitwick. You know what Dumbledore should have been? Dumbledore maybe should have been a Slytherin with all his manac his his manipulativeness. Yeah, totally. Hmm.
0: Dumbledore is very close to Slytherin. Yeah, he's
1: a 50-50. <laughs> he he may have been a hatstall. Mer- Merlin was a Slytherin. I know. That's so cool. I love that he Wait, a Slytherin. what? Yeah. Merlin.
2: Merlin was after the Founders? Oh, that's a very yes. good point.
0: That's, that's very weird, word, actually. Where did we, where did we the, learn wasn't this? Wasn't he in the 12th or 13th century? I don't know. And the Founders was like 1,000.
2: Is this Pottermore? Or where are we getting this?
1: Yeah, Pottermore. Uh, Pottermore. It's when you get sorted into the Slytherin house that tells you that. Someone didn't read I can't, his acceptance letter.
0: I can't, I can't believe yes, that. Yes, Merlin was born in the 12th and century. And he went to Hogwarts? Hogwarts, Hogwarts was founded sometime in the 10th century. What the
2: hell?
1: (laughs) That's hilarious to me. I love that we're talking about Hogwarts like actual history.
0: That's the same. I'm like... "Mm." It just tickles me. We're just saying that, right?
1: Oh, Um, dear.
0: uh, Yeah, and lots of stuff happening on our Facebook. Okay, so there are two places where you can really go and talk about uh, this stuff with us. Mm -hmm. One is our Patreon, where we put previews of episodes up early and where we really sort of default to answering and chatting the other is our facebook group we have a facebook group who knew it's been sitting around for years <laughs> and just search podcast on facebook and it'll come up and we're going to start posting in there more yeah. um and and sharing and talking about all your theories
2: that's cool yeah i've been seeing all of the notifications hit my phone so like i love the signs of life of the everybody getting all worked up about the canon just like we are
0: yeah you guys got to get in there because so far it's just me it's just me doing. I the know typing. I'm well, a With the folks, I'm a lurker online. <laughs> a
2: lurker. I, I have a Reddit like name, but I never comment. I'm one of those people that just sit there. I, I don't even vote. Could you
0: lurk? Could you lurk minus Pottercast? I guess I could what maybe m-
2: lurk minus Pottercast.
0: Lurk minus Pottercast.
1: I am packing. So when I uh,
0: drums, are we drumming? drumming.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm going you're Delirious, packing. I had so much now? packing to do by Friday! What's well, Saturday. Where are you moving now? I'm moving to just a different part of Vancouver. I'm moving into a newer building, which this building was built in 2013, so this is not an old building. I'm building, I'm going to be the first person in this unit, and it's going to have gas, stovetop. And when you go inside my apartment, when you look around, you're like, all I see is cabinets. Where is his refrigerator? And you're like, oh, wait. My refrigerator looks like cabinets. Yes, it does. And the dishwasher, what? They look like the cabinets. You can't see them. It's.
0: I've never known somebody to be so excited about this concept in my life. Uh, it's
1: so cute. I, it's like a magazine. I'm gonna live in a magazine. This is stupid. That's so cool.
0: Frankie. I love it, I love it. My building was built in like the 1800s or something. It's so old.
1: Well mine's, brand. this one's like stupid new and it ha- it's, gonna, it's gonna have a soaking tub like mine clearly has already.
2: Oh, you love baths. Nice. Oh, Frankie, that's like your favorite thing.
1: When that, what made me survive tour of six weeks of just I us being around each other is like at the end of the night when we we're in a hotel, I'm like, "You guys all done with the bathroom?" You're like, "Yep." And I was like, "I won't take a bath. I'm gonna take like a two-hour bath." And now,
0: like, see, see, you in the morning, Frankie, <laughs> yeah. we all go to sleep.
2: I feel like I remember oh. there being a room that we stayed in that had a huge bathtub out in the middle of the open room, and like Frankie was out there in the bath with like all these bubbles, and like all you saw was his little head poking out.
1: That oh, the does sound like me. And then there was one time after a leaky con, we were in Chicago. It was leaky con we did in Chicago. We had the Airbnb, and we had the, they had one of those bathrooms that had like the glass uh, dividers for like the, the the tub and shower. And I put bubble. I bought. I got a bubble bar from Bath and Beyond. I mean from Lush, and. It exploded into, like, an obscurest level of bubbles. Like, it was, I was just, I had to call Brie in to take a picture of me because, like, all it was was my head pressed up against, like, glass, and there was just, I was, like, in a cloud. It was lovely. Anyway, Mm. I got to go.
0: I'm so tired. Let's
1: twiddle dials. Let's just say the next password is Aurelius and be done
0: with it. Uh, keep twiddling those dials.
1: The next next password will
2: be Irma.
0: What? Irma. Irma. Sure. Mm-hmm. Keep each other safe.
1: Keep faith. Good night. Good night.
0: Good night. I'm going to bed. I'm so tired. I
1: missed it. <laughs> Why are you free? I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great,
2: Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun.